This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Albertsons, it's just better. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Peterson Chevrolet, satisfy your love to drive. Comet Dry Cleaners, it's the best. The Wellness Center of Boise, to do well, you have to be well. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Thanks for joining us today. Each week, we will have in-depth conversations with athletes and coaches, business and community leaders, as well as nonprofit and ministry leaders. And through interviews with these leaders, we're going to examine the importance of creating a game plan to succeed in all areas of life. Our mantra is no game plan, no victory. It'll be very interesting to learn of the principles, practices, and priorities that each leader incorporates into the biggest game of all, the game of life. And today we've got a special guest, somebody that's well known to all the people in the Treasure Valley and all Bronco fans, of course, and that is Kellen Moore. Kellen, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Coach. Well, we all know about the accolades, uh, the, the wins on the football field, and and uh, you setting a, a record for most wins by a college Division One quarterback, and obviously that's a team effort too, but uh, the quarterback's a big part of it, and uh, we all know and, and appreciate uh, what you did for Boise State. And uh, But in this program, we want to dig a little deeper too. We want to know more about Kellen Moore, the person, Kellen Moore, the family man. And so tell us a little bit, Kellen, to get started about growing up in, in Washington. What, what was that like? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I grew up in a small town called Prosser, Washington. And uh, I, uh, it's funny, I try, I try and do a little research and uh, compare it to, you know, people in Idaho. And I always say it's, maybe it's Burley, Idaho, for people <laughs> who you know, are from Idaho. And so sure. it's small town. We, we had two stoplights there on each end of the... Uh, of the bridge that went across the river and uh there's about six thousand people there and that's about it so uh you know it was a small town obviously i loved it it was a really neat and unique experience to grow up in a small town like that and uh be so close-knit to so many people it was a a close-knit family-oriented community i'm sure well i don't know if you know this kellen but uh, your dad used to bring his team over to our boise state football camps in the summer and I think, as I recall, my memory's probably not as good as it once was, but I think you and your, your brother probably came along as uh, little guys, uh, at least to one of those camps, but uh, sure enjoyed getting to know your dad. What a great coach and role model he was. I'm sure that he was a big influence on you. Yeah, certainly. And I, and I think, I, obviously, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be have great parents, uh, both teachers, educators who uh really instilled that, you know, early on the importance of education and uh, taking that as a priority in life. And so, uh, you know, certainly I, I think that's been a huge thing. And, uh, yeah, my dad being a football coach, I, I was just running around football practices forever being a kid, uh, going to Boise State camps or wherever they may have been. Uh, we were always kind of just tagging along, watching and learning. Coaches, kids, I suppose you were drawing plays on napkins when you were a young guy. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Well, um, Kellen, I want to jump a little bit now to, to the NFL. Obviously, 
playing in college is a great thing and, and wonderful experiences, but when you step up now and you're a pro quarterback, tell us about that, that, that jump. What was that like for you? Yes, certainly there's challenges. I mean, uh, you, know, you go from high school to college just to jump. They go to college in the NFL, it's an even bigger jump. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's the best of the best. There's, there's nothing that you, that's going to come easy in that, in that world. Uh, you know, I feel very fortunate. I've coming up on year five, uh, feel very fortunate to have been able to be a part of it. It's, uh, it's not easy. It's challenging. You go, you go from playing, you know, week after week in college and, uh, having a lot of success and then kind of learning a different role, being the guy who's on the sideline, you know, for, for your first really, three and a half years, uh, you know, playing that role, kind of learning how to evolve yourself and, uh, and continue to improve uh, in a different role than you, you had been accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my observation, uh, in my conversations with people, it, it's uh, certainly apparent that you are a student of the game. Would you classify yourself that way? Yeah, cer- certainly. And I, and I think especially, you know, my position, that, that's a, you know, you, you got to understand this game because there's so many, dynamics and moving parts that you have to orchestrate as a quarterback. How many hours a week would you guesstimate uh, that you spend watching uh, video and, and learning about uh, uh, your own skills and your own offense and then looking at the defense that you're going to be playing? Yeah, I, uh, you know, time frame, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, uh, you know, during the season you put in a lot of time. Uh, you know, now that, you know, Julie, my wife, and I, you know, have one kid, one on the way, uh, you kind of learn how to how to balance things out, and I think that's that's the hardest thing because really you can do it all day long. Uh, there's so much information and things that you can uh, be watching, processing. Uh, you try and under, you know find that balance of when you're home, you're home. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when little man goes down, you, you you pull out the iPad and watch a little bit more tape and all that stuff. And so uh, you know it's it's a continuous pro- process. You're uh, you're always trying to learn stuff, build on things you've learned in previous weeks, and uh, continue to improve. Absolutely. Well, the uh, the coaching or the uh, the playing obviously you you present yourself as a role model. Everybody's a role model that's playing one way or the other, and obviously you give young people a great role model to to shoot towards. And uh, I know that recently you, you were the keynote speaker at the Idaho Youth Sports Commission banquet, and it's a great uh, organization now that's really trying to bring you know the proper priorities and and principles into the the youth of Idaho. Um, tell us if you if you can just a couple of the key points that, that you thought were important to share at that at that banquet. Yeah, first for us, as soon as I heard about this banquet, they called me and uh, took me about five seconds to say when, where, how can I do this because their message is phenomenal. Uh, you know, I think we're in a world that's very much into let's quickly specialize and try and you know grind our way into one thing, which you know certainly there's. There's people who do that, and there's people who have been successful. But uh, you know, I think it's just bringing that balance to youth, you know, youth in general and youth sports specifically. Um, you know, there, there's no reason for an eight, nine, ten year old to be saying, "I'm going to be a football player the rest of my life," or "I'm just going to be a baseball player." And that's all I'm going to do. Uh-huh. Uh, we can go through all the research and you know prove all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's not the uh, it's not the best way for it. And so uh, you know, trying to bring that balance. Positivity in the youth sports. Uh, you know, understand that there's there's more to sports. Uh, there's the life lessons and understanding. You know, the education and all those other important things. Uh, you know, that's stuff that we're trying to bring back into it. And uh, you know, 
help kids realize that there's uh, there's more to this. Absolutely. Yep. And and nobody better than good role models that are playing the game today. A couple of questions for you, Kellen. And and uh, I don't know where you are as far as your contract stuff, but I know you've been in Dallas. Uh, what do you think is going to lie ahead here for this next football season? Yeah, we're excited. Uh, you know, we're planning on being back in Dallas. Uh, you know, this NFL world is, is can be a little wild and stuff, but uh, it's, it's how the business goes. The longer you're in it, the more you just you understand that. And uh, so we've we've certainly enjoyed it. We, we've enjoyed our move to Dallas. We, we uh, after about three and a half years being in Detroit, we left, uh, went to Dallas, and you know, I think I think it was a it was a really important and a good move for us. Uh, it got us out of our comfort zone. And uh, I think that thing that can be good at times to get you out of your comfort zone and push you in a way. And so uh, we've enjoyed it down there. We, we felt um, you know fortunate to play a little bit, and so we'll see what happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, an interesting uh, factor there is that Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator, was your coach at um, uh, in Detroit. Also, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And, so and certainly, so I'd be lying to you if I. Didn't say, uh, you know, that played certainly a, a, quite a bit of a, a role in going down there. Absolutely, and, and he's even a vandal, and you still get along well with him, right? <laughs> like I always say, I guess I guess there are a few good vandals. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well Scott's <laughs> Scott's a terrific coach, and and uh, has, was a heck of a player at Idaho too, a quarterback, and. So, well, that's great to have somebody that, you, you know, you really can work well with, that you, you know and you believe in and you trust. And, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Another question um, that I have is uh, when it's all said and done and you can't play football anymore, is, is coaching in the future? Yeah, certainly I'd love to. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach's son, uh, and I, I feel like I've been fortunate to be around so many positive and great role models as coaches from uh, certainly my dad to coach Peterson, coach Harson, coach Pease, different coaches at Boise state to the NFL where I've, you know, I've been around a few different people now, certainly Scott being one that I spent a lot of time with. Um, so, you know, I, I think I've been fortunate to be around role models. And so that encourages you to, uh, you know, maybe one day be in their shoes and be able to help other people achieve their dreams and goals and aspirations. And so, uh, you know, it's something I, I certainly would look forward to. Well, that would be a, a, a terrific fit for you, Kellen. And I think it was Billy Graham that said this. He said, a coach has more influence on a young person in a season than a pastor has in a lifetime. And, I mean, that's a pretty powerful statement for, for somebody like Billy Graham. But, you know, it's probably true because those young people really look up to their coaches and, and their and their role models as players that they, that they follow. So... Yeah, hopefully at uh, some point, someday, that that'll be a uh, a profession that you'll want to enter into. And I, and like I say, I know you'll do a great job with it. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your current family. Uh, you, you mentioned Julie, and you've got uh, you got one child. Tell us about uh, yeah, the child, the one child that's here already. Yeah, yeah. So we have, we have a son named Kyler. He's nineteen months. Kyler. Uh, he's at that stage where he's into everything and being a wild man and. <laughs> uh, sometimes keeps us up at night and all that fun stuff, but uh, it's uh, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. You know, sometimes football can be hard, but uh, sometimes parenting can be just as hard. But uh, still, the most rewarding thing, and so we've loved it. We get, we got another one coming here probably in a week or two, and so uh, little girl, and it'll get even more wild. 
You betcha. Well, you know, playing quarterback in the NFL is a, a challenge, but I think being a dad is probably uh, up there at the top. And no doubt. I'm sure you're enjoying that. So tell us a little bit now what, how, you, how you split up your time when you're in season and where you're living and when you're off season where you're living and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so in season, obviously, for example, this past year and hopefully next year, uh, you know, we're in Dallas, obviously, during the season. And so uh, when the season gets over, uh, gone to Boise in the past a lot. We, we, we've had a house there. And so uh, obviously we love Boise and it's, it's a special place to us. Uh, this past offseason, we were down in uh, the Salt Lake area just because my wife has some family. And, you know, one, once you have kids, uh, especially kids involved, uh, you know, the season kind of takes us to Dallas and they don't, you know, we don't get to see family as much. And so, you know, the offseason, you know, you try and prioritize family as much as possible. So, uh, wife has a couple, couple sisters down here. And so, little man gets to see his cousins and all that fun stuff. And so, uh, you know, we, we see them and try and see everyone else, uh, throughout the, uh, the West Coast. So uh, it's been fun. Oh, that's good. You know, when I was coaching all those years, why I had, I tried to follow one motto, to, and I really strove to live up to it, and that was when you're at home, be there. And, and it's a hard thing sometimes to do when you're a professional player or a coach, and you know, because your mind can wander off and you can get caught up in a, in a lot of the other stuff. But um, I think it's important to to try to be there when you when you are home, because because they need some. So they need dad around too, and they need some coaching on on a lot of things. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Kellen, let me ask uh, this question: uh, In a profession that demands uh, a lot, and I mean a lot mentally and 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 physically and preparation wise, but there's also the spiritual side that enters into the picture. And for you, what what role does faith play in 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 your game plan for life? Yeah, uh, certainly it's huge. Uh, you know, one of the things I think in our profession that we're in, in, involved in right now in the NFL, uh, it can be very chaotic. It, it, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty, uh, you know, and, and you're around a lot of different people. And so, you know, kind of having that foundation, uh, you know, being able to kind of trust that there's a plan, there's a plan in place. Uh, you know, if, if we get released in Detroit, uh, it's not the end of the world. You know, yeah, there's going to be another opportunity whether it's playing or whether it's something else. And so, uh, you know, I think having that, that sense of peace and calm and uh, comfort and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, I think that helps you certainly play better. You know, you're not stressed out about the, the what-ifs or screwing up or anything. But I think it just lets us enjoy this process so much more. Well, it's it's sure great to know that uh, no matter what happens, that you know there is a head coach that's in charge, and we don't have to assume everything. You know, we can we can only do what we can do and do our part and do it the best we can. And and obviously, God kind of directs our path. So, yeah, that that's that solid foundation is is so important. Well, I think each of us have some principles, uh, practices, priorities that are important. Uh, as we look at our own game plans uh, for life, what what are some things that maybe have, have helped you along the way, Kellen? Any, any principles or practices or priorities that have perhaps helped you get to where you want to go? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think, like, like I've said before, I, I think I'm I'm very fortunate. I've been around some of the best, some of the best coaches, some of the best people, and so uh, I'm one that. I love to just learn. I love to take notes. Uh, you know, on, on my on my iPhone, if you pulled up my notes category, 
it would take you five minutes to scroll through all of them just because, you know, I, I think it's so important that, you know, taking notes from different people you meet or different things you hear uh, and writing those things down because there's so many times, you know, sometimes you have a conversation with someone and they, they, they maybe mention something that really hits, you, hits home for you and you forget to write that down and later that night you realize, oh, shoot, what was that? What, what was that thing? So, uh, you know, I try and write things down as much as possible and, uh, you know, try and learn from those things. Uh yeah, I think I think the things that I've kind of learned from different people and stuff, and try and try to simplify it in a way in just a few pieces is uh, first of all, you gotta know what you want in life, and uh, you gotta know I want these things, and they're very specific, and this is how you intend to achieve them. And I think that's uh, you know if you don't if you don't know have any vision or you know direction, you're just gonna go with the flow and you know path of least resistance and all that stuff. And so uh, you first and foremost gotta kind of know what you want. Uh, I I think, uh, once you, once you kind of figure that out, you know, that's the most important part. There's other things that, you know, you'll get along the way, but if you have something you want and you have a plan for it, you know, you can, you can achieve those things. Uh, a couple of things I kind of learned along the way is first and foremost, you got to surround yourself with good people, you know, because everything in life requires a team of some sort, you know, everything, you know, some things may feel like you can do that on your own, uh, you know, you can't, it's, uh, you need, you need some support. You need someone, uh, some people around you to help you achieve those goals, positive people, good people. Uh, there was a quote that, uh, Jim Caldwell in Detroit used to use. And, uh, he always said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. It was yeah, an African yeah. proverb. And, uh, he was a phenomenal, he's a phenomenal coach and a guy really gives you such great little tidbits like that. And it's something that kind of hit home to me right in the middle of the season. He kind of shared that. And I thought that's, that's a very valuable piece right there. Wow. Wow. Wise words for sure. Yeah. So if I'm hearing you right, you've, you've kind of set some long-term goals and objectives uh, for yourself. And then obviously as each season approaches, you're, you're you're doing the more short-term goals and, and uh, principles and practices and priorities and, and has that kind of been your uh, your operational uh, mode? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think uh, yeah, you, you got to set goals, but you also got to set goals in in a way that you got to understand what you can control and you cannot control. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's something, especially I've learned in the NFL. Uh, you know, you can say you want to you want to play, uh, but you may not technically control that. And so, uh, you know, may, maybe your your goal shouldn't be I want to be a starter in the NFL. Uh, because you know, ultimately, that you know, you may not control that this year. Uh, you know, so you got you got to understand what goals. You know, maybe it's hey, in the postseason, I want to complete seventy percent of my balls and certain touchdown interception ratio or whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, you got to know what you can control, and so uh, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm hearing you right, you're talking about the pursuit of excellence. You know, being, being excellent at what you do, and obviously, in my in my mind, excellence uh, the the product of it is winning. You know, that's going to be the byproduct of being excellent. And, and, and I think that's a great way to put it. Um, you mentioned something about, uh, you know, team sport. Well, you know, life is a team sport when we really look at it. And I think you've experienced that now and, uh, and you know how important that is. And, and obviously that's going to be um, great for you to pass on not only to your own kids, but, Hopefully, down the line, you can you can share those things with uh, with other youngsters as well. 
Well, we're, we're kind of winding down here. we got a few minutes left, but I, I do want to uh, tackle a, a topic um, entitled Wisdom for Dealing with Life's Challenges. Now, we all have challenges in life. Some are greater than others. Some, Most of them are, are different than others. But we all have challenges in life. And uh, what wisdom has worked for Kellen Moore in dealing with, with life's challenges? Yeah, uh... You know, first and foremost, I think certainly it's, you know, one thing that I always think is there's this term lifelong learner. Uh, I don't have all the answers. You know, you don't, no one, no one has all the answers. So we're always trying to learn new things and, uh, you know, pick pieces from different people. And so, uh, you're always trying to, trying to learn different things. But, uh, you know, first and foremost for me is you got to surround yourself with good people. Uh, the people that are going to help you in tough times, challenging times, not just the people who are going, you know, hang out with you when everything's great and, you know, feel free and, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, you mean people who, you know, something bad happens, they're going to be the first ones there. And, uh, you know, the, you know, I think that's really important. You gotta, you gotta have people to, to support you. Uh, you know, I, I think you, uh, you know, it's never, it's never easy. I think you gotta have the right people. You gotta, uh, focus on, you know, the positive, the process, uh, like I said, some sometimes things are, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to step out of your comfort zone in, in, in some challenging times, and, and challenges can be good for us. Uh, you know, certain, certainly there's sometimes a challenge that is really it's there to help you grow, to help push you. Uh, for myself and for Julie, uh, you know, leaving Detroit and going to Dallas was uh, probably the most challenging thing that we'd done together. Uh, in a way, you know, obviously being a, being a parent and all that stuff, but just having to leave a place that you've been very comfortable with and uh, really enjoyed for three and a half years and having to, having to leave. And, uh, and I think that it was great for us because it, it made us grow together. It uh, brought some challenges that we had to overcome and uh, allowed us to kind of uh, grow and improve. So That's good stuff, Kellen. Uh, I heard it said once that uh, we shouldn't uh, limit our challenges. We should challenge our limits. And I think I hear you saying that. That's 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 a good thought. Um, one other thing that I'd like to just spend a little time on is, and we all face it as well, is adversity. You know, we're all going to come up against various types of adversity. Of course, on the football field, it comes fast and furious. And uh, but in life too, we we face adversity, and and how we handle it is is. Uh, and, and I'll just share this that I I learned many years ago from from the former uh, great. Coach Tom Landry of the Dallas Cowboys, and Tom Landry was actually here in Boise one day to speak at a banquet, and we spent some time together. And he was out there on the blue, and he was kind of scuffing his foot to see if it came up or not. But, but Tom said this: He said, "You know how we handle adversity is much more important than the adversity itself." And I really think that that's true. How would you respond to that, Kellen? Yeah, cer- certainly. I think. Uh... You know, it comes down to how you react to it and how you view uh, a failure or a loss or whatever. Uh, you know, there, there's certainly uh, plenty of quotes and all those different things that everyone's heard. You know, uh, there's the Wayne Gretzky, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you got to attempt it, you got to try. And in try, you know, there's going to be some failure. And so, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you look at it, I didn't necessarily fail in something. I learned a way that doesn't maybe work, uh, you know, and, and 
uh, you're going to learn from that and grow from it. Uh, you know, playing the position of quarterback, you know, shockingly or not, we're going to throw interceptions. <laughs> and we're going to have make some mistakes, and so it's learning from those and being able to grow from that. It's it's the okay, I've made that mistake. I understand that, and I'm, I'm going to learn from it. And hopefully, let's not make that mistake again. And so, uh, you know, looking looking at it as an opportunity to grow, to improve. Uh, you know, I think I think that's so important. Uh, with adversity because it's going to come it's inevitable everything's got some sense of adversity and so uh you know being prepared for it not trying to avoid it is uh, is very important mm-hmm. well we're all going to lose sometimes we're going to lose games we're going to lose certain other uh, things and other areas but the key i think too is is uh you know you're not a failure unless you quit unless you give up um and oftentimes it's just right before the, the the darkest moment when things start to happen and, and turn into good. And we can relate to that in athletics and, and see that happen. A team comes roaring back and it was way behind. And so there's a great lesson there, too, I think, about, uh, you know, never giving up. You're, you know, you never want to give up. What would you say to that? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think many examples in our world of people who, you know, "Quote unquote," failed uh, many times and kept fighting. You know, eventually they're uh, they're considered these uh, you know one hit wonders or you know you know amazing people. Uh, you know, these Bill Gates of the world and Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, they didn't just happen out of the blue. You know, they, it wasn't some crazy miracle. It was uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of failures, a lot of uh, you know tweaking here and there, improving and. Uh, you know, to becoming who they are now. Absolutely. Well, Kellen, listen, we want to thank you so much for being a part of the Game Plan for Life today and, and sharing your time and your insights. And we want to wish you all the best in this upcoming football season. All right. Appreciate it. Thank thanks, you very much for Thanks for me, being on our show. Join me next week as our special guest will be Carolyn Holly. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. And remember, no game plan, no victory. Have a great weekend.